Hello and welcome to Chat to Chat. This is episode four. And, ooh, phone call. (laughs) Already. Let's do it. Already starting. My guest this podcast is the, um, how how do I describe you? Let's see. The funny, the charming, the always making me laugh, the best Adam Sandler goat impersonator I know, Brandon Munt. Hey, hey, goats. Hey, goats. <laughs> How is everyone doing? Great. Okay, good. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're doing it from the back of a truck. With a hickory stick. <laughs> and the rope. And Tied the, up with the rope. And the rope, yes. So uh, what's up, Brandon? How are you? I'm just chilling, just chilling, ready for a new, better year, hopefully. Oh, yeah. It's New Year's Eve. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. What is that? So there's going to be many distractions Listeners, just so you know, we're just sitting in Brandon's living room, and he has a tiny little puppy that likes to pee on everything, and uh, also a wife that pees everywhere, so. <laughs> oh, yes. No, she's potty trained. Just kidding. Yes. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> so we were uh, kind of trying to remember earlier how Brandon and I met. We actually went to the same high school, but not at the same time. Right. And I had no idea that we even went to the same high school until... Till years until I told you. Until I told you, right? Uh, but no, we met n- honestly not that long ago, just a couple years, right? Right before you got in the band, yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, so I was in two thousand eighteen ish. Yeah, probably around there. Valentine's Day That's crazy. when y'all played it, did that back porch thing. Mm-hmm. Look at us. You know what? You're in your forties. I'm almost in my forties, and we still make new friends. All right. So you people out there that complain that you're too old for new friends, you just need to get it together. <laughs> yeah yeah because you can get new friends when you're old it's yeah true. uh but yeah um uh, brandon played in a band and that's initially how i first saw him and then meeting um he's just kind of circle of friends around here and uh eventually he and his wife asked me to join their band because you know i'm amazing and they were like wow where where did you come from <laughs> Cool town. Cool town. I came from Cool Town. You just missed me, but uh, <laughs> so no, I'm in a band with you now, and uh, so that's pretty awesome. It is. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. You're supposed to be entertaining. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. Don't make me beat you with these stick. <laughs> hey. hey, you remember that time uh, we went on the roller coaster? Was that in a roller coaster? Yeah. Yes. We they, had that they superimposed. <laughs> What superimposed? (laughs) (laughs) This is what me and Brandon do. Sorry, we just quote things that we know. We're always quoting movies and Adam Sandler jokes. At at least for the first hour of practice and then after practice for the rest of the night. Correct. I don't know how our friends and loved ones stand us, honestly, while we're together. (laughs) They have to get on the quote wagon or leave. (laughs) The quote wagon. (laughs) Keep up. (laughs) You're not cool. You're not cool. It's not my fault you didn't watch any good movies. Man. You know what? It took me a long time to be cool. Yeah? You were kind of a nerd in high school, weren't you? I looked like Harry Potter with a Slayer shirt. (laughs) And everybody ragged on me and hated on me in high school because I was a metal kid. I was like, "Eh, I don't care. Y'all go do your FFA or whatever you're doing. (laughs) And I'll just be into Metallica and skateboarding still. Yeah. That's my life. I mean, yeah, that's... 
that was kind of me too. I wore a lot of you know band shirts and stuff, but I was still cool. I don't know. I, I wasn't just pulled cool. it off. Maybe it was your dumb hair. It was. <laughs> I just found a hairstyle like five years ago. Praise Jesus for that. It works for you. <laughs> Sometimes I use gel. Oh. Sometimes I just let it go like today. Well, it's it looks it's up. nice. It looks good today. This is bedhead right here. Oh, this, it looks good. Yeah, Roll with is, it. This is from last night's good times. <laughs> Too many good times. Post post jam pub sesh. Post jam pub sesh. We love the Iron Horse pub. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go? Were you uh, were you a uh, frequenter of the pub when they first opened in two thousand? I didn't live here. Oh, you didn't live here. No, oh, yeah, you moved away, huh? I moved to Dallas in '98. Moved to Dallas in '98, and that was just a couple of years after graduation, right? I graduated in '93, okay. and then I worked at Cryvac for almost four years. Oh which is gosh, the worst, take a number. Worst years of my life. Yeah. Hey, to all those people that still work at Cryvac, bless you. <laughs> like, good night. I, I don't know how y'all do it. Good benefits and retirement and shit. Oh, well. Hey, you know, I, I guess... My grandpa did it. My old man did it. I yeah. still got a lot of friends at Cryvac and bless their souls. Bless them. Bless them right up. So you uh, got sick of Cryvac. I quit. I didn't get any notice. <laughs> he said I, I walked out. I, we were working 72 hours a week. I'm oh like, my God. I had a one-year-old son. I couldn't... That's crazy. I was like, I'm about to blow my brains out. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's too stressful. I don't blame you. So I Especially took, in your 20s. Like, yeah. I was making pretty decent money. Yeah, I was making almost $17 an hour at 23 years old. Yeah, in not the 90s. Bad. That's pretty good. But I was like, screw it. I called my mom. She lived in Dallas and her boyfriend worked at a survey firm and I interviewed there. I quit Cryvac Monday, interviewed Dallas Friday, moved to Dallas on Sunday. Good on you taking a week off, though. <laughs> you took a few days for yourself. I did. That's awesome, though. That wasn't an easy choice, but it was necessary because mm -hmm. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if I didn't do that. Is this the same company that you started with back in 98? No, but oh. my direct boss was at that company when I started. Oh, okay. So that's kind of how you... He jumped over to this other okay. company, Spires, where I'm at now. Uh-huh. And then brought they, you on there. They started Spires in 2000. I went on in 2003 as employee number seven. Oh wow! Yeah, we have like 50 employees now or something. Like oh that. dang! Yeah, grassroots. So, but I don't work in the office, so everybody still thinks I'm the new guy. So I that's got, fine. I got that going for me, <laughs> which is nice. Heck yeah, you get to work at home. I win awards. I get bonuses. Heck yeah! Fuck that's around. Freaking rad, dude. Yeah, they take care of me. They're awesome. That is good. Yeah, yeah Brandon but, Brandon was uh, working at home, working virtually before y'all even knew what that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, I'm having such a hard time. I'm like, oh, <sighs> bitch, please. You should start a class. Yeah, <laughs> How to work and be at home. Set an alarm clock. Get up like you're going to work. Walk down the hall. Go to work. It's that was one thing it's I was really still, uh, yeah, my mom struggled with that because my mom, um, she worked at the hospital for many years and then she's decided to try to work at home. Well, actually she worked at home for many years. Let me reverse that. She worked at home for many years. She was a medical transcriptionist and that's a job that you could easily do from home. So she did it. I remember growing up, I was always at school every single day because my mom was always home. She was there every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, skip school and hang out with my mom? No thanks. I'll just go to school. <laughs> so, <laughs> you gotta go to Awesome Spurs yeah. at least. Exactly. A couple burritos. But she, she got to the point where it was getting hard for her. And I said, because you you have to act like you're going to work still. Like you just mm -hmm. roll out of, if you just roll out of bed and stay in your PJs yeah. and then try to focus on work, you ain't going to get work done. You're not because you're not ready for your day, you know? Right. 
But uh, yeah, it's not for everybody. I personally would love to work at home, but that's just me. It's pretty awesome. I mean, I had a I had a virtual meeting with my boss the other day, and I just got the the PlayStation, and the 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 box was sitting right here. The camera's right there. I said, "You see this over here? This is gonna kill my motivation for the day." He goes five oh one. Then you can open it. <laughs> he's like work till five. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, he's got COVID right now, and he said, "I'm pretty sure this is just like having a PS5." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's not even close." But oh, he's just being weird. Oh well, yeah, that's but, weird. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin and his weirdness. I love him. Great so guy. when did so when did you move back to Wichita Falls? Um, January of 2011. That's so crazy. You remember years like that. I'm terrible with years. Yeah, I went I went through a divorce in 2010, and uh, uh, ran away to New Mexico. Mm. For a while, Red River. The land of enchantment. Went from a million plus <laughs> town to a town of like 400 in the off season, which was weird. I didn't know you lived in New Mexico. It was a brief mistake. But oh. well, it was what it was. You know, right. It was what needed to happen at the time. Yeah. Were you, how long were you in New Mexico? Six months. Oh. <laughs> yeah. From literally from like July till January. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, I, I moved back to Texas to try to uh, repair my relationship with my son, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah. You don't have to go there. Yeah, we just blush on past that. Were you, okay, so Brandon's a drummer. I think we mentioned that earlier, maybe, I don't know. But he, he plays drums. Did you always play drums? Did you play drums in, in, while you were a kid and stuff? I started on guitar, actually. Oh, okay. At 13, my dad gave me a guitar, which he's... Taking back and fixing it up for me as we speak. Oh, really? Yeah, the same guitar you had when you were 13? Yeah, it's like a Les Paul copy with what? real Les Paul gold humbucking pickups on it. How cool is that? And it's got gold tuners and all this stuff. And so he's going to redo all, a lot of that stuff for me, repaint it. And he's retired, so he's you know he's doing it as a project. And, uh, well, thanks, Dad. And That's he, used, awesome. he used to rock that guitar. He bought that guitar because he couldn't afford a Les Paul, mm-hmm. which go all the way up from me being 13 till. Whenever, however old I was at, in 2009, I bought him a real Les Paul. About made oh. the man cry. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a good son. Yeah, so yeah, well, I try. <laughs> I try. So, um, you're in right now. You're in three bands. Yes, three bands. <laughs> Were uh, how long? How long have you been like in bands? Were you in bands when you were younger? Um, well, the first first situation was just me and my cousin jamming in the garage. Oh, okay, yeah. Playing like some Nirvana and Led Zeppelin and Metallica and stuff like that. Oh, you know? yeah. With bees swarming around us. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> it's good times. There was a beehive in the garage as well. It was like a side room, a storage room uh-huh. beside the garage. And wasps like to make their nests in there. Oh, Jesus. But uh, my grandpa wouldn't let me play the drums in the house because he was like, they're annoying. Yeah. And uh, so I take them out there and dodge bees. There you go. <laughs> so, what was the first band you were ever in? We didn't have a name. It was just a cover band. It was just me and a couple guys. Uh huh. And it was uh, the old jam pads down by Willie's, down in the bottom of oh, Beverly, okay. yeah. where mm-hmm. Bowling for Soup and Big Lou used to be. We were right next to Big Lou, and Bowling for Soup was on the other side. Oh wow! Look we, at you. We were just a cover band, though. We were just doing Stone Temple Pilots. We did some Tool. We did uh, Prison Sex, which is that's a so crazy. Did you ever play? Where did, did you play around town? No, I, oh. ne- I never played live in town until 2014. Oh, okay. I was about I, to say I, I probably would have saw you if you played live back then. 
Yeah. Because, I, I mean, we'd always go watch Bowling for Soup and Big Lou and whoever we could catch yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, we... We uh, we would go watch those guys, you know, because they'd be loading out for shows while we were practicing, and mm-hmm. so we'd be just sitting there hanging out, having some beer, and like, shit, let's just go watch them play, you know, yeah. like Friday night or whatever. Heck like, yeah, let's just go watch Big Lou. I mean, I think the I think the, the music scene here has always been pretty good, and I, honestly, I think the reason for that is because it's such a small town, and there's nothing to do. Like, there's literally nothing to do. So I think people just take it upon themselves to create their own entertainment. And in a way, it kind of created this whole little music community here that's Spec- always been tight and, you know, good. Apparently, yeah, apparently. I missed a big section of live music here when I was gone, like the Mac Stack and those... Oh, right, yeah. Those VFW shows. The, American Legion the shows. The Legion shows that I... Yeah, I probably would have been going to those shows if I would have been here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. So the first, like... So I, I was in a cover band here, and then when I moved to Dallas, I took my drums with me, and I'm like, I'm going to get in a band. Mm-hmm. So I got in a band. I moved down there in in May, and then in July I was in a band. I picked up one of their, the Observer is what it was, the Dallas Observer. Yeah, you just look, look through the classifieds. Straight to the back, <laughs> yeah, just like a lot of those old bands, you know, say how they found people was like in those those kind of things. And Makes sense. That was before the internet, so. Yeah, AOL was around, but, yeah. Know. Yeah. Who, who has time for that? Who has time to connect? <laughs> I mean, it never connected. It was, hello, <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> fuck you. Screaming, screaming at your mom in the other room, put the phone down, mom. I'm trying to connect, <laughs> slowly. <laughs> Ten minutes for one picture. <laughs> yeah, the oh, boobies finally loaded. Nice. Great. Yeah. So you were in a band in Dallas. Was that a cover band too? No, this was all original and it was, I still have some flyers. We did only did two shows with these guys, but. We were called Dr. X. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so we wore scrubs and everything, right? You wore scrubs? <laughs> yeah. It just scrubs. keeps getting better. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was a fun experience. So what kind of music were you playing? It was like, it was like, it was like, it had a Nine Inch Nails vibe to it. Oh, okay. So it was like, yeah, the electric guitar guy with all these different effects and stuff. Uh-huh. And these guys went to UNT, so they were music majors from UNT. Got you. okay. And, uh, and one of the guys worked at a studio. So I actually auditioned at a music studio, which I'd never been so into. So you were a studio you were the before. bum off the street that just came in, like I'm here to beat on stuff. Yeah, and they they well, brought they, you in. That's well, awesome. yeah, I answered the ad and I met them up and they said, "Hey, we got this studio up in Addison. Come check us out." Went in there. I was like, it was like in a, a row of buildings that just looked like offices. You know, uh-huh. studios are typically like that. You know, that way it's not obvious that there's right. a bunch of expensive shit in there. Right. Yeah. So went in there and we set up all the gear in this lobby area. Of the place, uh-huh. and uh, they said, "Hey, can you can you play some kind of free form on the drums, just so we can kind of get an idea of your skill or whatever?" And so I'd been playing; I was really into Tool Anima at the time, mm-hmm. and so I started playing Forty Six and Two, and they were just like, "Dude, what are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "I just played some Tool," and they're like, "You're in the band." Right. And there was something else. That was it. That's what you choose to play the very first time yeah. with Tool. They're like, sold. Like, yeah, come the on guy, in. The guy's, guy's name was Brian and Steve, and Steve was the, the keyboard player. Uh-huh. But he also had uh, drum machines and all these different things, too. So And he could play bass and do alternating Got electronic you. drum patterns right. and stuff. And he was like, you're in. You're in. That's awesome. That's all we need to hear. I'm like, really? That's it? <laughs> I mean. Did you even play the whole song? I played the big drum solo part okay, of it, you gotcha, know, and then yeah. I go in toward the ending of it, right? Yeah, all the way into the dun 
Yeah, I did <laughs> all that. That's fun. Yeah. So you, you played live. That was the first time you all played. You played live on stage. was in Dallas. Yeah, so joined that band in July, and then November we played the first show, and it was at the Galaxy Club in Deep Ellum. Ooh, and wow. And we, we had some other band that came from Fort Worth. They were younger kids. They were probably 15, 16. Uh-huh. But they were pretty good, right? But they got there, and they were like, the drummer's like, I forgot my cymbals. Oh, no. I said, here, just use mine. Aww. Just use them. Just don't hit them too, too hard. I mean, I'm going to hit them hard, but save it for me, all right? You know, <laughs> save them for me. If, if they're going to get broke, I want it to be by my hand. <laughs> I want to be the one breaking them. Yeah. How cool. Well, how long were you in Dr. X? <laughs> like I said, I only did two shows because I couldn't afford to pay the rent. It was expensive. <laughs> Dr. X. Erica's over here laughing. She's, she's cackling. <laughs> little cackle bird. Laugh at it. Hey, we, I mean... Brandon didn't name the band, right? You didn't have anything to do they with They already the had the name. Okay, okay. okay. And because they had we'll another, their, their band, I think they had before that, was called Xanthus. Jeez. They were some weird dudes. <laughs> they were weird dudes, but they wrote some good songs. <laughs> who are you hanging out with? Bunch of dudes. That, I hey, lived in... I, all he did was answer a newspaper ad, okay? <laughs> okay? So these guys lived in Louisville area, and I lived in Dallas. Oh, so okay. for us That's... to hang out was an effort. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but we had a cool practice space. It was like uh, right off of Greenville and 635. It was uh, Universal Rehearsal or something like that. There's a big painting of Dimebag on the side. It's oh, wow. really cool. And they had an escalator beside the stairs so you could put your amps on them and you didn't have to carry it all oh, up. Oh, wow. And we were up on the second story. And Very nice. So this is like downtown Dallas, yeah? It's kind of, Well, no, it's on the north side of... it's. We're, we're uh, 635 meets 75, oh, oh, basically. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But the, the, the second and last show we did was a New Year's Eve gig at the Galaxy Club. Mm. And we opened up for Drowning Pool and Speed Dealer and some other band. Crazy. I, I still have that flyer somewhere, too. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we drank some tequila and you at the Drowning Pool. you did two live, shoot, two live shows, and the second one you opened up for Drowning Pool. Yeah, and then after that, I wasn't in, I didn't do any band stuff for years. Crazy. I just so couldn't what, afford uh, the rent. What, what is it? Speaking of band, what is that? <laughs> We're getting phone calls. That's, uh, that's Michael. You wanna, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, so I just quit playing music for a while because I was trying to raise my kid and right. all that stepkid and that was, yeah, that was fun. Fun. No, yeah, so 2007 I got into another band and we were called Mindset. It was metal, kind of metal. Was that in Dallas too? Dallas. Uh-huh. And these guys were closer to me so it was like... Okay. They were they were like Garland and I was in Mesquite, so basically yeah. neighbors. And so we did some, more doable. Yeah, more doable. <laughs> but a couple of the guys in the band didn't have cars, and that was an issue. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be your limo driver. Uh-uh. You know, I'm already got a car full of stuff. Yeah, I can't. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the drummer. The I've drummer. Got, yeah, I have <laughs> a hatchback. Yeah, I've got all Fuck kinds you. of things in here. Fuck can you. I just squeeze in with my guitar and amp? No. Let me open the sunroof. You can stand up the whole time. <laughs> Dick. Take the bus. Rude. Yeah. So but, rude. But the music just, it just wasn't, it didn't really ever get to a spot where it was good. Yeah. And I just stepped out of it. Yeah. Well, you probably made the right choice. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then 2008 happened and I had to sell my drums. Oh no. Yeah. My first real pro kit. My mom bought me both my first kits. The first one was kind of a beater kit. Uh-huh. Real piece of shit drum set. But I, I can tune a, a, a shitty drum set and make it sound pretty good. You know, just, yeah. you know. Just takes a little tuning, right? And uh, so, yeah. So the first pro kit that she got me, brand new, out of the box drums. 
was my black Mapex Mars that I just got back from Bill. That's a cool story. That I just, yeah, because, uh, yeah, that was weird, getting that call from Bill Coleman. Yeah, tell that drum story real quick. This, listeners, this is a really cool story. He just mentioned this was the very first pro drum set he ever had, and then he had to sell them. Yeah. Because why? You needed money, I guess? or Yeah, I needed money because my ex-wife had lost her job mm-hmm. and everybody at the company was taking pay cuts just yeah. to keep their jobs. Trials, tribulations. It was, it was yeah. thin, so to keep you know food on the table and rent paid, do what you got to do, right? Right. So you sold your drums in 2000 and... 2009. 2009. And I'd okay. gotten them brand new in 1992 when I was a junior in high school. Wow, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so I had them a while. And so, just recently, earlier this year, sitting over at a friend's house, get this message, and it's from Bill Coleman. If anybody doesn't remember Bill Coleman, you probably just moved here, (laughs) because he ran the drum shop downtown. Mm -hmm. Hello, Brandon. You know, that's Bill. That's good old Bill. So he says, call me. I'm like, okay. And my first instinct, because I knew he had health issues, like, are you okay? Right. He's like, yeah, just call me. I'm like, so I called him, and he said, hey, I got these drums off this... Uh, Craigslist ad, and there was this green suitcase. I was like, it's like green suitcase, because I used to carry my snare and my sticks in a green suitcase, a little okay. small suitcase. And it was still with the drums. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, with the snare in it, my original snare in it. And he said he had found a sales receipt for something I had bought at the drum shop in that case from him from him so he knew it was you because of the receipt because i had bought a snare or something from him back way back when uh, and that receipt was i i tend to do that with some of my drum shit i'll leave some of the trash or the the junk uh-huh. in the in the case until i just get tired of cleaning it and clean right. it up but yeah i left that in there for some reason yeah and so he said uh, i said well man that's awesome and then i got off the phone i was like man i really fucking want those drums those drums <laughs> I played my first shows with those drums, yeah. you know? Bring back those, Dr. X. Bring back Dr. X when resurrected. Dr. Double X coming in large, son. New and improved. New and improved. 2.0. Bigger, better, safer. Whatever. Oh, my God. Rib for her pleasure. Where did this go? I don't even know. But that's crazy. What's crazy to me is that who, whoever you sold the drums to back in 2009... I, they did nothing with him, it sounds like. Well, I, I, I sold him to... My cousin was with this girl over in Burke, and she had a little son. Uh-huh. And so she was buying them through through my cousin for me, for her son. Okay, gotcha. And so she gave me well over what they were probably worth. Yeah. And I took it. And so, yeah, they sat in that garage over there, and I don't think he played them that much. Because mm-hmm. there was a bunch of rusts and stuff that I had to take everything apart and scrape, but... So the next day after I talked to Bill, I, I, I told Eric, I'm going to make an offer on these drums. Because that's right when we had had some stimulus money, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I bought her something. and, and that, we, good, that good Donald Trump money. <laughs> yeah. Tremendous things. Tremendous things. Huge. 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 <laughs> so did he, uh, did Bill Coleman um, give you a good press <laughs> on those drums? I threw a number at him. Oh, okay. Which was uh, more than what I thought. Well, I think he came back with... I'll sell them to you for four hundred. And I said, oh, wow. "What if I get everything back and I'll give you six hundred? Sweeten the deal." There you go. Because he had kids. He's had so many kids. Well, in yeah, all his he's life. the drum guy. Yeah, yeah, he probably still had more kids 
you know, even when he sold those. I wonder what made him, was he looking for charms or just kind of passed by his face one day? He's like, oh, maybe I'll get these. He's, well, it was a pretty good deal. You got oh, all okay. these symbols and stands and gotcha. everything, and he got them for 400 bucks. Crazy. Which was less than half of what and I sold And he starts going through it, and they're your drums. That's he didn't so let, nuts. He didn't let me have everything back. There was a couple things he still wanted, and I said, that's fine. I just, <laughs> I just, I just want to get them in my car as fast as possible. Right. And that's cool. Have you gigged with You haven't gigged with them yet, have you? Yeah, I've played them once with EIB and once or, once or twice with DTR. Oh, okay. So they've gotten used, yeah. I just don't use them all the time. But I'd like to get a special drum head for them. Yeah. For that kit, you know. Put like 1992 on it or a big Dr. X symbol. <laughs> Just a big X. There's already a band in town called X, Brandon. <laughs> we can't do that one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something witty to say right oh. now. I don't want to be a dick. Uh, we love you, Nolan. Uh. <laughs> no, I wasn't even going there. I was. Oh. <laughs> I was uh, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what was. We'll call it Daniel Son. Daniel Son. Since they already had me hugging, we'll call it Daniel Oh, there you go. Yes. What uh, What was the first band you were in in Wichita Falls? Uh, when I came back, after yeah. I came back, um, country band. You it. were in country band. Mm. You were well, playing well, drums. Okay, wait. Let me go back. 2013. <laughs> Drop some more puzzle pieces. Pay <laughs> so attention to your podcast. <laughs> So I, in 2013, I had tried out for a metal band with Lance Warner, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't call me back for whatever. Wow. All of a sudden, I get a, <laughs> a get some email from a dude I'd never met, Michael Hayes, and I um, I don't even think I'd ever even heard of him before. I was like, who is this guy? Who would? <laughs> I just, I He's a know. hermit, that one. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody said, oh, they had a band called Standing Hollow that was pretty good. And I was like, so I went and... Mm-hmm. Was checking out a couple of their songs on YouTube or Facebook or whatever it was. And so we went over there and I jammed with them for a little while. And then my work was really pressuring me to move back to Dallas. This was 2013. Mm. And this was when my original boss, he was their original partner, he was running it and he wanted me back. Because he didn't think I was being efficient enough or whatever, even though I was. <laughs> I was working 300 hours overtime a year at home. That's how busy it was. And uh, so, yeah, we're at a convergence of events today, people. We have dogs, we have French doors, we have puzzles, we have more barking. <laughs> dogs shitting and pissing everywhere. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little crazy. And the goat in the truck, you know. I just be sitting it just adds, here. It just adds flavor, that's all. And I'll just be sitting in the truck licking my nuts. So you were in a band with Michael Hayes? We were just jammed at the pad. Oh, we never okay. played live. It was me and him and Hogan. Chris oh, Hogan. okay. We were just doing covers. Yeah. You know. Hanging out. Yeah. And then I think he was flipping over to do stuff with uh, Twice Broken. Mm-hmm. They were practicing in there at the time. And work was pressuring me, so I stepped out of that. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna cancel out of this while we're doing all this because we were working on the house. And I was we were, I had a for sale sign in the yard. I mean, we were, we were trying to do it even though I didn't really want to go back down there. I yeah. I don't miss... The traffic and Dallas sucks. the ant pile. But I do miss all the different options of entertainment and restaurants True. and things, you know. But it's super competitive to get parking spots and get in down there. You know, it's, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're really not this popular. <laughs> this is like unheard of. This is this is a this is a flute, people, okay? What, what? I just want your listeners to understand we're not that popular. What is, 
What did it say? What, what did it say on Almost Famous? I'm always home. You know what? I'm not cool. No, I'm not cool. I'm not I've, cool. I've met you. You're not cool. <laughs> You're not cool. <laughs> what are you listening to right now? Stillwater. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lester Bangs was that his name? Lester Bangs. Lester yeah. Bangs. Yeah. So so then I was in a country band uh, for a hot minute, the Tyler Steele band. Tyler Steele. Was there a steel guitar in the band? No. Oh, well, that was an opportunity lost. Yeah, Jeffrey Don, where were you, buddy? <laughs> yeah. So that I did like two gigs with them, and then that just imploded because mm-hmm. usually when you're in a band with the the guy's name in the band, you're not going to be as important as the guy. Correct. Typically, that that's is... how it is. There's too much ego there. Right. So. Uh, no offense to someone that we know that has a band after name. Love you, Clint. Him. Not you. <laughs> And not James Cook either. And not uh, James Cook. <laughs> Nor the no, audacity. I mean, really, though, when you're, um, that's true. When you're a musician and uh, you're focused on the music that you make and you're playing and you're singing and you just basically get guys to play for you, they're not with you. They're playing for you. Well, to be fair, he was a lot younger, too. So, yeah. You know, and he was he was having to figure out things in his his life. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that didn't that didn't last. Crazy. Played a gig and then yeah. Well, how'd you get mixed up with Downtown Royalty? Um, well, I started playing with Singer Alloy uh-huh. in 2014, and I'd gotten a call from um, Thousand Pounds South and Singer Alloy on the same day. Hey, you want to be in our band? I'm like, dude, what? It was like no? the stars aligned or something. That was weird. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just a country drummer. <laughs> you know, I really like uh, country, so... Can we do it Slayer style? That's weird. Yeah. You in a country band, I can't even imagine. Yeah, but Singular was going through some stuff at the time and with their, their previous drummer, and so I said, man, like, I'll, I'll come talk to you guys. And I was out there for a good two or three hours just getting to know them, and I'd met them before, but I never really knew them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so kind of went out there and was bullshit with them, and... So okay, we'll give this a try, and yeah, still going, still going, still going with. Sing- so you've been with Singular Alloy since two thousand fourteen. Been with them the longest out of all the bands I'm in now. Okay, yeah. and Downtown Royalty, they they called you, I guess. Michael Cately did. Yeah, but I was in EIB before that. Oh, you were in everything in between before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I joined EIB in uh, May of sixteen when Singular Alloy. We did a Singular Alloy show. Mm-hmm. And then everything in between was playing next, so I just swapped the drum head. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my first show. That was me and uh, Matt's first show with EIB. Crazy. Yeah. So that was... Uh, so the three, the EIB and Singular Alloy, you've been in both of those bands for six years, at least. Well, um, EIB will be five years in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 16? 21? Five? <laughs> Math? Anyway. Math it? Well, wait. I thought you said EIB was... Uh, who knows? I can't keep up with it anymore. Singular, I joined in August of 14. Oh. Uh-huh. EIB was May of 16. DTR <laughs> was... It was August, okay? March 17. Get your oh bands gosh. right. I, I don't know how you keep up with all this, Brandon. On top of your full-time job and your bands and your philanthropy and your volunteer work and your... <sighs> I know you think I'd be a bit mental. 
All right. How do you think you keep it all straight, mate? I don't know. I drink a cask of rum every day before work. Sorry, Kevin. I'm missing deadlines now because I just can't get oh, off the drink. It's the rum. It's the rum's got them. Rum, 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 rum. I mean, I'm tired just talking to you. <laughs> you should be. Hell, I'm tired too. I wish I was asleep right now. But here we are. Well, you told me to come over. I did. But that was last night. Today's a different day. That's true. We always uh, make grand plans while we're drinking on Wednesday nights. <laughs> and the then, uh, then, the ne- then the days come up. where the <laughs> So we're getting together? Oh, uh, Fuck, I'm tired. No. Can we reschedule <laughs> I mean, I was drunk when I agreed to that. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm a little busy. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm cleaning up puppy pee. <laughs> <laughs> he has an infinite amount in his little bladder. He's a chihuahua. What is that? With a gallon of piss that he hauls around. Maybe you should just take water away from. Dehydrate that guy. I'm just I'm going to completely express him. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing Can until. Can you milk a puppy? <laughs> <laughs> I got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Jeez. Try to milk you. <laughs> I bet your milk would be worth something. Maybe by midnight, at the stroke of midnight, to ring in the new year. Yeah, new year, new me. <laughs> Nipple milk. <laughs> Nipple milk. Be odd. That's my new band. Nipple milk. Ooh, well, maybe you can all dress up like breasts. <laughs> when you play. What are they? Bunch of tits. Yeah, you can just. <laughs> What a tit. God, what a tit. It'd be the tits. I'm sorry, Sean. All right. Well, hopefully that band won't come about, but we'll see. Who knows? Do you have room for band number four in your life, Brandon? Concentrated. No. 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 Yeah, the wife says no. Brandon says no. I mean, I could probably do some drum tracks for people for their songs and stuff, but that's not a huge commitment. Yeah. It'd be like a day or something. Yeah. Drummer not for hire people. Leave them alone. (laughs) Back the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna drum in your bat. He's well, not doing it. I can barely drum for the no. ones I'm in. That's true. Says I'm just no. kidding. Wife says no. Wife says no. Brandon, uh, this is a this is not a secret. Brandon is my favorite person in the band. Uh, <laughs> no. He's uh. It's really true. Yeah, it's weird. It was weird. Uh, the last show we played when we played at the Eagles Lodge. You were so far away from me, and I like I would turn around to look for you, and you weren't there. And I'm like, "Where, Brandon?" I just Where picked up my job. I was like, <laughs> I just moved. <laughs> I'm behind Erica. I'm behind Jim. I'm in front of Ray. Oh my god, you're crazy. <laughs> if I could, I would. All right. If I had a magical platform that I could activate during the show to pick up all my drums you know, and shit, let's work on that. Let's with start Tommy Lee this a, shit. like a hoverboard platform for your drums where you just play above us like you're hovering above the band and you're drumming down upon the people is the thing clear so you can at least see my well feet? yeah it's gonna be like a plexiglass thing for sure make sure to wear a skirt <laughs> i wear a kilt <laughs> so we can look up it and uh then we'll milk nipples later well, i don't know album cover <laughs> my god, these are great ideas. I'm glad we're recording this. Oh, what is that? Tank? <laughs> yes, that's tank. That's the back cover. It's the goat. They call that the goat. The goat. <laughs> the goat. You got to do the goat if you want to work here, man. Oh, my that's god. got to do the goat. <laughs> well, Brandon, um, you are one of my very best friends, and I'm glad that we finally did a podcast together, and it's all my fault that we haven't done it yet. 
because I, again, make drunken plans with you to do it, and we always <laughs> reschedule. About a month, about a month ago, wasn't yeah. it? Thanksgiving <laughs> week, if I'm not... No, you're right. We are supposed to do it during Thanksgiving, and we did not. Selfish. So, um, so yeah, I'm glad we got it done, though, and the next step will be, um, we'll do your wife. Oh, yeah. With we'll, your permission. We'll, <laughs> we'll do our wife. <laughs> Yeah, full consent. Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to Chat to Chat, and we learned all about Brandon Munt today. That hey, was good. Cheers, I, I actually learned things about you. Hey, cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's all there is. Well, there you go. <laughs> Time to find a new friend. I'm only so deep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.